I found myself this morning walking the red carpet. Yeah, today. Welcome to Metaphysics of Photography Podcast, where we discuss elevated personal branding for mystical misfits and rock stars, as in crystals. I am Adanis, also known as Ultra, your host. Let's get started. So it wasn't long ago that I started to um, focus on my movies um, with the intentionality of utilizing a visualization tool to help me visualize some of my desires. And I started to play with it strictly on a more experimental level. And so today I want to tell you and I want to talk to you about how um, how quickly um, something like the mind movies works and sometimes we do get the, the first stages of manifestation and we don't notice we don't talk about it we don't realize it we sometimes go huh isn't that funny like a coincidence and we do not connect the dots and the sooner you connect the dots the more that you have evidence that everything that you're working on is indeed guiding you into your this ideal place so I created this mind movie and the idea was to put it up on Instagram and give it to um, people, like let people like watch it. I think it's about 12 minutes maybe. And it's all about fame. And it has a bunch of images with like red carpet, like with the red carpet. You know, it could be like a person walking in the red carpet. It could be just the shoes, someone getting out of a limo to a red carpet. Lots and lots of red carpet. Now... I love shooting red, photographing red. I love redheads. I love um, shooting red in my stuff, but I am not someone that wears the color red. I only have a red door because of symbolic meaning for feng shui in my house, but um, red is not something that I wear often. And it's it has a lot of like, I don't know, power. And so I have used it in my photography in the sense of the more esoterical mystical photography that i do with like fine arts um but i really deviated and and didn't want to put red in my um branding because well you know it's a little common the red black and the white and black and the red and nonetheless the whole point is that i utilize it in my work but it's not really something i have in my everyday life um, so much. I'm looking around my studio right now and I can literally point out the things that I read which are this I have a balloon that says I love you that I got for like Mother's Day so it's got some little red flowers on there. Um, my fine arts um, pictures myself portraits that are in front of me and I'm wearing like this red robe and they're tiny tiny little photos and for the most part there's like two like three things with like a tiny little red tag and it's all like photographic equipment everything else in my studio is black gray white very neutral and um gold we have some gold in here um and we have some green but that comes from some fake plants nonetheless why am i talking about the color red right now well because when it comes to walking the red carpet it is a very like symbolic thing it's very symbolic for the mind it's very symbolic of like hollywood and all the things so i knew that i needed to 
leave this element but i didn't want to use it like i i don't want to use red carpet in my branding because this really doesn't uh, actually speak to my ideal client um and um, I did use it in the mind movie I created because I know the power of symbolism and visualization. And so can I tell you, did I do this um, visualization every single day? No, I've only done it a couple of, of times. I know that by creating it myself, it would have an incredible amount of power um, over watching somebody's um, creation. And just the reason for that is powerful for me is because I'm a creator. So I'm always just wanting to create things. So for example, with my pearl pe pendulums, um, maybe someone makes them, right? But I'd rather make them myself. I, I get the, the pleasure of it all from creating the thing myself. So it's not a matter of having the thing. It's a matter of how do I express, how do I create things in my world that make me happy. I remember I was doing the pendulums and I was just going back to back, making pendulums, making pendulums. And at some point towards the end, I'm watching TV. I'm feeling like, I think there was music. It was like this environment and I was in the studio and then I just started this, I just got this euphoria, this feeling of bliss. And I was like, damn, all this time, I really been still going after some dream out there. I didn't get this feeling of euphoria from selling my pendulums. I got this feeling of euphoria from making them. And I feel like I, I just started to understand something in a whole different way. Let's talk about my red carpet moment today. And I want to make those connections for you. So today was the first day of school for my little boy. And he's in elementary school. And so me, dad, and little boy, we go to the school. We walk. It's really close. So we walk over. And the first person that notices is Jesse, my husband, my man. And he goes, look, Janice, I got like the red carpet. And I was like, what the heck? Because immediately, 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 I knew that that was a direct result of the fame mind movie that I worked on. I knew it immediately as, I, as soon as I recognized it. Why? That school had never done that. Um, and... It was just like an interesting, like random thing. Like, why would a school like now have um, just red carpet? And I was like, it's a nice touch. But for me, it was the power of manifestation right before my eyes. Because even though I have not been watching the mind movie every single day, as I suggest, I created it and watched it enough to where it did something in my subconscious. This is how effective these things are. They're so powerful. And so... The moment that I recognized, I walked in the red carpet and I got this feeling inside of me because I would have normally have missed this as a coincidence. Normally, I would have looked at this and just be like, huh, interesting, huh, that's cute, huh, they're trying. But immediately when I recognized this, I knew that it was a symbol. My brain saw it enough times and made sense of it in its own way to know that it was my experience. And I'm going to tell you, I didn't even watch this fame my movie more than if I watched it five times it's a lot can you imagine if I would have watched it every day but this is why it's so fun to play an experiment and so I'm walking through the red carpet and I ensured that I saw my shoes the shoes that I had on on the red carpet so now when I'm visualizing I get to even add that to my visualization through my imagination which means I look at my mind movie it's giving my brain what to focus on. And now I actually have evidence that the focus I have given my brain is actually already manifesting in my real reality. And I don't care if it's not 
me getting out of a limo it is like so close right it's like right here like i've already brought into my present reality something that i thought was way far out into the future and so one of the things that i see as a really big benefit from the my movies is that you get to also clean up the work right so i'm walking through my little red carpet moment at my son's school and i'm like huh i got some cleanup to do because this is part of the dream but it's not the dream i'm like walking the red carpet to an elementary school is not the thing that i thought about but i have enough evidence to know hey this actually really works this was manifested within my reality within two weeks like this is potent and there's nothing more powerful in the entire world than proof prove that the effort that you're putting into um what you're doing because it is effort promise you promise me you promise you me it is a lot to work to change your mind and Sadhguru put it the other day very beautifully where we are telling people to create habits we're telling people to create this neural shortcuts and he just really said he's like you know you don't want to create good habits or bad habits a habitual lifestyle is an unconscious lifestyle right that means that you're putting all these um, effort into creating these unconscious processes just so you can safeguard yourself the discomfort of having to make an actual decision in real time based on pure truth based on the universe based on infinity based on the law of attraction and not based on your own personal experience right i think the mystics what we need to bring to the table is seeing life as it is not life as we think it is it's a distinction there and if you can't tell the distinction then it there's more work for you to do. So my red carpet moment today, within a, two weeks or less of even playing with the concept of the fame mind movie, um, has already uh, demonstrated things. I've also already received messages from people in my past who've called me someone who they've watched for years. And when I'm saying for years, I'm telling you people that I know how long ago it is simply just because I remember how my how old my daughter was and my daughter was probably I mean holy crap three four and she's 23 right so we're talking about people who are coming out and saying look you're you you you're making your dreams come true you're such an inspiration this is basically a lot of the information that we feel we're gonna um, experience or, or receive as we create a fan base right when you become a celebrity or at least the expectation we have of, of being a celebrity is that there's fans and they adore you they they believe in you they follow you and they believe in your mission and so you see how all these things are a feeling and a frequency and we put it out there very conditional on like well if i get famous i'm gonna have these things but I just started to receive these things without having this uh, this overnight claim to fame, right? And I keep telling um one of my friends, I was like, dude, this it just happens fast. When you focus, it happens fast. It happens so fast and it's unexplainable. That's the power of momentum, right? And if you feel like you've been in your manifesting journey and it's been really slow for a while, like... Pfft, 
put your seatbelt on and let's go because if you've been working this for five years i don't care five years 10 years 20 years that means you have so much momentum built up that when that final piece finally clicks in place that latent um, gift finally has the the perfect conditions for it to uproot and to to like grow like a fucking crazy like jack and the beanstalk that's the visual that i saw just like shooting up overnight and you can like climb right raise your consciousness and once you raise your consciousness just like that story right there's a golden goose but what i also love about the story is the idea that in manifestation we also are trying to tell people that shit is easy and i think that's really it's it's a it's it's miscommunication if anything else because there's there's got to be nothing easier than thinking things you know what i mean um there's got to be nothing easier than sitting in your room and thinking about the the things you want the things you dream about um but there's also something inherently complicated about that because if it was indeed that easy so many of us will see more dramatic results. Also, we're all here on an individual um, experience and journey. Now, what I've noticed too from people that I've been, you know, been talking to is that they're kind of they're kind of in this like place where they're really admiring their coaches, really looking up to their coaches, really like saying like, "Why is my coach my coach getting eight figures and I'm barely even making." hundred thousand dollars you know what's the disconnect what's wrong why am i not getting this and here's what i want to this is what i want to tell you um today about the red carpet moment is that as long as you're comparing your success to your client to your clients or to your coaches whatever you're actually not going to be able to learn anything because the number one thing that I, I feel it's a big mistake in the coaching industry is that coaches are acting like consultants. Now, a consultant is someone that tells you what to do, right? So if I have a problem with my computer's programs, I can't organize it, I can't get shit to work right, I'll hire a consultant that knows impeccable programming and can sort my, pro- my program out. He'll come out to my office, he'll sort, sort the program out he educates me on what i need educated da, 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 whatever whatever he gets paid the big bucks end of story solution is made but we are now utilizing that strategy that structure to be coaching and i want to bring some clarity as to what coaching is coaching is your ability to inspire your clients to prompt questions that are going to get them over their blockages and their resistance it's certainly not telling them what to do and if you've ever gotten any type of certification um, in the, in life coaching, at the very least, I know because I'm certified that it tells you never, never, never give advice. That is one of the reasons I recognize that most of the work that I do is um, a combination of like a teacher or, or just like a guide. Um, why? Because my style of bringing people through a transformation is very, is very much in this uh, very tantric, old tantric tradition, tradition of like the no guru path, right? So in order for it to be no guru, then that means that no one can come to me to my services expecting me to solve their problems out like i have some connection to the divine my job is going to be to teach them how to connect to the divine themselves now do i take the ability to connect to the divine to create a beautiful life for myself absolutely like what else would we do with it if we weren't doing that and to this day it will puzzle me puzzle me puzzle me people who have spent thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars on coaching and are not progressing and have gotten to plateau like it 
baffles my mind. For me, I've, I, I give myself, I cut myself a little more slack because I am not a person that has, con- you know, I, plenty of coaching and, and courses and things, but I have not consistently coached with someone. I have not put all my hopes and expectations of one particular coach. Um, I've seen a lot, I've seen a lot of the coaches that I resonated with the most have like denounce their work and become Jesus freaks. That freaks me out. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> We're working backwards here. Um, and I'm not saying Jesus freaks as Christ consciousness, but the fanatical, religious, um, patriarchal, racist Christianity. Okay, so I want to ask you to experiment. I want you to go on my Instagram where I have this fame um, mind movie. That's You can watch. Um, you can find me at Ajanis Marrero. On Instagram, I want you to just try to watch it at least five times. You can watch it five times today, or which is absurd, but you can watch it just like one time every day for five days, or you can watch it one time in the morning and one time at night for like three days. And I just want you to do that and then forget it. I love the idea of the set it and forget it method. Have you ever heard of that? Probably not because I met I made it up. <laughs> but I love the idea of setting an effort and forgetting it, right? It's like, I got that. I think it was from Emerald Lagasse's infomercial. Set it and forget it is where, you know, if I do um, metaphysical treatment, which is um, a form of affirmative prayer or um, a treatment, I want you to look at it a little bit like a, um, a doctor or a pharmacist will prescribe a prescription, a medical treatment. Well, this is essentially a spiritual treatment, right? This is a mind, spirit, metaphysical treatment. Um, but essentially, the, 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 the motivation is the same, right? To get the client, the patient, to a healing, to feeling better, to wellness, to health. And so... When I do the metaphysical treatment, I mean, the treatment is done. Uh, at the end of the treatment, it so it is. It's established as truth, factual, and there is no need for repetition. There's no need to retreat the, the issue, which means like pray over and over, right? So for example, if somebody comes to me and says, well, you know, I really would like treatment on um, getting behind my money issues, my money woes. I just can't get to those sexy multiple seven figures and things like that. And I say, okay, well, let's treat for that. I will create a treatment. They're welcome to read it. They don't have to read it. They don't have to read it every day. They could if they want to. Very intuitive as well. But it is it is done, right? And so what I would um, recommend or notice is if someone comes back with the same issue, then it's not that the treatment is not effective. It is that the treatment is not as effective because what you need to do at the end of a treatment is release all attachments. As you release all attachments, you will find no reason to have to come back and read it over and over and over again. Um, but, you know, I digress. I do a lot of metaphysical work beca- the way that I do it because it works. In spite of what other people say out there what sells, I will give you um, tools that will hold up forever ever and ever for example a Sedona, the Sedona method that's not something I made up I invented ultimately the way that I utilize it I include visualization I include other modalities and I just put it in one big 
<laughs> one big treatment. But nonetheless, whenever I bring new people into my world, that is mandatory required reading material. Why? Because I know how that heals you. And I have no interest in needing to have the credit, right? Even if I, I, and I get credit. I get credit to recommending something to you. You know how many times I've recommended to people who are struggling, money, relationships. You know how many times I've recommended the book? I've even told them I have it. I'll send it to you. And they don't read it. I'll tell you, the Sedona Method came to me as a result of reading one of the books in the secret um, triology. I don't know what, what it's called, the, the secret sequels. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and it was about awareness. And through that one book, I was like, I am not, I'm missing out on this awareness from this perspective. And then it brought me to this book. And once I found that book, it changed my life forever. I've never stopped using the Sedona method. I've never stopped evolving it into my work. I never stopped recommending it. I never will. Because there's some things that work and they work because they they hold and contain universal truth versus personal truth. So I want you to make yourself a, a five-day experiment and just forget, right? If you, Here's the cool thing about it. If you're not even interested in fame, you could still take advantage of this and see if it works. You know what? And it may work even more for you because if you don't necessarily want fame, you don't have any attachment or you have less attachment to it, So, which makes the magic more potent. So go and look at your the, um, the fame um, mind movie. Um, it, it doesn't even look that awesome because I recognize that I did it on Canva and I, I don't have the same tools that I have with like, you know, my uh, software. I wanted to do something really quick and I, I, I see that once, sometimes when you download it, it changes the fonts. So there's a couple weird wonky things that it did, but I was like, you know what? I'm not going to make this about getting this perfect video. I'm going to make this about the experiment. See how many people, you know, join the experiment and see if the experiment even works for me. So testimonial number one, I walked the red carpet today within two weeks of watching that video, maybe a handful of times. And so can you put this into practice into your own life? Yeah, of course you can. And it's easy to do. And that's why, because it's easy to do, it's so easy to miss. But I don't want you to go and make your own. I want you to go and find one. I've given you one. I created one for you, right? Remove yourself from this idea of perfectionism and allow the subconscious to do what the subconscious do, right? You can also go on YouTube again. I've said this many times. And find one that has the thing that you want. And give yourself, like, you know, put yourself through a little bit of the discomfort and the commitment of doing something every day. Can you be the type of mystic that is that self-devoted, devoted to the self, devoted to the inner self, devoted to the higher self? Um, I think that's all that I have for you today. It's been a wonderful little chat with you. And before I go, I just want to share some awesome, awesome, awesome news. has nothing to do with you. I just want to celebrate that, you know, my daughter, my daughter, my sister had a baby um some in june and i haven't been able to get to atlanta or to georgia to see her but she's going to new york and i was like i'll just go to new york and my sister and my niece and my mom and i we're gonna be in new york and i'm so excited about spending some time with family can you imagine the family that i talk about constantly that um 
I felt out of place by or criticized by it, it's right now it's just giving me so much excitement and love and I, I and I just can't wait to hold my little niece and hug my mom I know that my mom that's gonna be such a full circle moment for her I almost wish that my daughter that's 23 couldn't go um I may suggest it um if it feels in alignment as the time gets closer but my mom with her two daughters and her two granddaughters. That would be, I think, like some matriarchal fucking potent stuff. And I'm so proud. I'm so proud of our family via me. I might give myself some credit. Was it like Snoop Dogg? I was like, I want to thank my, myself. <laughs> I want to thank me. Um, I want to give a, a shout out myself in, uh, for this moment because... Um, I grew up in a critical home and all this criticism has made me quite a feisty and inquisitive child. I think that the more and more and more that I heal, the less that I want my childhood to change. Isn't that interesting? Everything that I wanted about my childhood to be different, now I don't want it to be different. Now I, I understand the impeccable perfection of my childhood. And so now spending time with my family is an exciting moment. Um, it's just some growth. I want to just pat myself on the back and celebrate. I was, I was thinking about how Christian I was raised and I was thinking, my sister, my mom, oh my God. And then I was like, look, Christianity brought me to metaphysics. Like it, the truth will set you free, whether it's in the Christian container or the Buddhist container, the truth is truth and it will set you free. It cannot not do that. And so with this, with this deep, deep, deep gratitude in my heart, I'm going to let you guys go. And just remember that if you want to manifest the life of your dreams, you're going to have to picture your legacy. Bye. Actually, before I let you go, I want to ask you a question. Are you ready to step into the world where your dreams become a reality? Listen, I have this new program. It's called Myth Crafter Studio. And it is the ultimate destination for crafting your own destiny through the magic of mind movies. With this, you'll have the ability to unlock your imagination and unleash the potential power that is already within you, the God within, that it is the bridge between the divine. Your imagination is the, the bridge between the divine and everything that you desire. When you come into the Mythcrafter studio, you'll be able to immerse yourself in a realm where, where myths become um, alive and your desire takes shape right before your eyes, very much like my story today. Even at the starting gates, you'll see it work. When you enter into the Mythcrafter studio, you are going to embark on a journey of mystical manifestation like never before. So I want you to picture this, your goals your dreams and aspiration for fame and to be known for something wonderful in this world. Imagine those things come to life every single day through the art of visualization. Imagine that you're strolling through this garden, the garden of success where you step and you take bloom in every achievement. Envision yourself standing the top of a mountain with confidence, gazing your eyes at the endless possibilities. What we do is we're gonna weave cinematic wonders that awaken your inner hero, your inner savior, your inner 
heroin? <laughs> I don't like to say that word because I don't know if I'm saying it like the drug. Nonetheless, it will be like a drug because you won't be able to get enough of how instantaneously you feel in alignment with your dreams and your goals to have a powerful voice in the world. You're going to feel this rush of triumph at winning and succeeding in your challenges very much using something that is truly scientific. Something scientific means that it's observable and repeatable. You're going to have enhanced skills. You're going to be able to resonate at the same frequency as your aspirations. And whether it is, you know, fame or fortune, then there is no um, limit to what you can do with this powerful visualization. So, Mystic, do not let your dreams remain in the shadows. Step into the light with Mythcrafter Studio. So create your sacred fame using my movies. It is time to sculpt your reality like a master artist that you are. Painting the canvas of your life with vivid, the vivid color of achievements and pleasure. That brings us to the end of this episode. I hope that you have enjoyed it and learned something that can take you from diamond in the rough to crown jewel. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and this show, please rate and leave a review on Apple Podcasts and be sure to come back for our next juicy discussion, of course, about metaphysics, photography, and anything in between. Until then, you can find me pretty stars. <laughs>